This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Yuval Ben Itzhak. He's the CEO and founder of Social Bakers. If you haven't heard of Social Bakers, uh, we'll get to that in a second, but he has more than 20 years of experience as an entrepreneur and executive in both private and public companies. Before joining Social Bakers, he served as the CTO of Outbrain, the leading content discovery platform, managing a global team of 200 folks. Before that, he spent five years at CT- uh, of, as CTO at AVG Technologies, where he played a key role in taking the company public. Yuval, are you ready to take us to the top? Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. You bet. So you have a lot of success before Social Bakers, but I want to just focus for today on Social Bakers. You didn't found the company. So tell us when you joined and why the founder brought you in. I joined uh, last June um, and uh, the founders, um, you know, they really want to take the company one step up uh, and the operation gets a little bit more complicated. And uh, I think that's the time when you want to bring people that see large operations and deal with uh, bigger numbers and can contribute. And uh, the founder still uh, as a chairman of the board. Well, what's, the, his, uh, what's his or her name? Uh, his name is Jan Jeja. And uh, he founded this company nine years ago. That would have been, what, 2008? Yeah. 2008. Okay. And for those that are not familiar, tell us what the company does and what's your revenue model. How do you make money? Social Baker is a 100% uh, SaaS business. Uh, we are a social media marketing platform uh, powered by AI and machine learning. We are selling and targeting uh, CMOs and uh, their top uh, three priorities. And social media management, it's all about that. And give us a sense of like, are you playing in the enterprise space or mid-market or small business? What's the average customer paying you per month, would you say? Uh, we're targeting the mid and uh, enterprise markets. We're seeing about uh, 15, 16, uh, 100 uh, MRR from uh, customers. Uh, large brands of the world uh, go to six and seven digits. But if we look average, that's where the average lands. And why does a guy like you, you had, a lot, again, a lot of success before this. You were at Outbrain. How did they convince you to join? I mean, was it just a big, hey, take take 30% equity or was it a salary? Or I mean, what got you excited to make that transition? It's always awesome to uh, run a business in a growing category and making that business growing as well. So it's kind of a double dip. The business is growing, the category is growing, turn the business to be profitable and uh, making it SaaS, make the revenue very, very predictable. And that's what I love to do. So uh, that was one of the main reasons I decided to join. How much has the company raised to date? We are in the range of the mid-30 in terms of ARR, uh, mid-30 million in, um, in ARR, growing at about uh, 25% year over year, and uh, even uh, leaving some uh, EBITDA, and, uh, so it's very healthy. 
So you're doing 30 million in ARR today. That's about 2.5 million a month. Is that, did I hear you right? It's the mid 30, so it's more around the 35. Got it. Okay, so around 35. Um, my, my question though was, but I, I needed that number anyway, but my, my original question was how much have you raised? Uh, overall, the company raised uh, 34 million in uh, three rounds. Uh, the last round was about three years ago. Uh, the, uh, the investor are uh, Index Ventures and uh, an early bird, which is a, a European VC. Uh, uh, Whenever you hear that a last fundraise was more than 12 months ago, red flags typically go up because VCs, once they put a dollar in, you got to go fast, either one direction, either up or down, right? So what happened in those three years? What transition was taking place? Why wasn't it growing as fast? Why didn't you guys raise more capital? Yeah, there was some, uh, the, the company uh, transitioned from uh, where it started, which basically providing some metrics around your performance on social to uh, focusing on what's hot now. And this is where we're seeing the growth. And that's basically how to make your hero on social. So it's not just about- Your what on social? Of, sorry? You, you said you're something on social. How to make your what on social? A hero. So ah. how your performance is going to rock? Because what we're seeing now in social, it's pretty similar to what happened in search about 12 years ago. It's not about how to show on the first page of Google, is how to make sure you're performing uh, awesome over there. So. If you are an enterprise and you have like five brands and you need to operate over, I don't know, top three, top four uh, social channels, uh, you need to start to have a uh, recommendation and algorithm doing the job. It's not done manually or organically. What are you at now today in terms of total customers? We are about uh, uh, 2,700 customers around the world. 2,700. Okay. So when I take that 2,700 divided into the, the 2.9 million that you gave me earlier, that's the $35 million ARR, they're paying, that would come out to about a, a grand per month on average. Does that sound about right? Versus the 1,500 yeah, we talked about earlier? Yeah. On, on average, that's what you see there. The game is the variance of this number and the variance is quite wide. If you go to the enterprises, the, you know, the big segment we have is, uh, you know, beauty, fashion, FMCG. Uh, this is where you would see six-digit, seven-digit type of customers if you go to uh, the local you know, hotel chain or something like that as the mid-market, you see this kind of average on MRR basis. And Yuval, you help me understand more about growth. I think you just said you grew, you're growing about 25 or 30% year over year in terms of revenue. So does that mean in December of 2016, you were doing what, about 26 million ARR? Uh, yeah, kind of. A higher, a higher, am I right? Higher or lower there? It's a bit, it's a bit higher than that. Okay. So you were doing about a year ago, close to maybe 27, 28 million. You've now grown that to about 35 million. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. And what is the, um, what's been the driver of that growth? If I had, if I forced you to pick between adding new customers or driving expansion revenue around current customers, what drove most of that growth? It's a good combination because uh, the category is growing. Marketers understand social is not just I need to be there. It's actually driving me uh, customers. And they, want, they are growing their spend. Uh, and they need and that adds more complexity because the price of uh, ads just by the comments on Facebook on the last Q3 earning went up 35%. So how can you plan your budgets when a quarter... Well, it's not a Bitcoin, but it's still 35% going a quarter. Uh, that makes a lot of complexity and how to how to do that, how to achieve the goal while the uh, price goes up. So that drives a lot of traction. Also, influencer marketing is uh, is growing also as a result of ad spend going up. Marketers are looking for alternatives. So 
how to identify those influencers that actually resonate with my audiences and perform. So we're seeing very strong demands for more and more sophisticated tools that's less about uh, tools that uh, just provide you the key metrics on social. And that's exactly where we sit. So for us, it's, a, it's an awesome spot and perfect timing. Many of you know I am buying companies that I really, really like, and there's no quicker way for me to get to the bottom of what is happening on that website than using this tool called NathanLaka.com forward slash hot jar, H-O-T-J-A-R. It basically will give me a recording, okay? When anybody lands on the website, it'll give me a recording of where the viewer is scrolling and obviously does the basic stuff like heat maps too, but I learn so much about where the users are scrolling and clicking on my site using that tool. It helps me increase conversion rates, make more money and grow those businesses faster. And we'll have to see what happens with those businesses, but I'm buying them. I'm buying them very quick and I'm using nathanlaka.com forward slash hot jar for all of my website analytics. You can too. I work with them. It's totally free. You can go to nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. No credit card required. Again, use it as much as you want. nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. I'll see you there. In terms of user acquisition, so even if you go the affiliate route, working with influencers, there's still kickback. There may be 30% or 50%, which is essentially a cost of goods sold. Regardless of the channel, on average, what are you spending to acquire these customers? Uh, so our uh, capital TV is around um, uh, one. So the ratio is, uh, I would say, quite, uh, quite balanced. Um, what do you really mean by that? What do you, sorry, what do you mean by that? So your capital LT you said is one? Yeah, so it's basically we're seeing in the uh, mid-market our investments to acquire versus what we're getting uh, in terms of the lifetime value. It's around one. If we go on enterprise, of course, it's uh, the number is lower than that, and that's goes uh, because the lifetime is much longer than this. Hold on, I'm misunderstanding you. So when you say lifetime value of one, what I what that means to me is if you spend $100 to get the customer over their life, which could be years, they're only going to pay you $100 back. That's a one ratio. Am I misunderstanding for the, you? For the first year. Oh, that's just first. Okay, that's that's a big deal. So lifetime value, the way you just told it, we assume lifetime value is only one year, but that's definitely not the case. That would be 100% annual churn. Yes, correct. Okay. The, the current retention we are operating in is around 90%. And that's logo uh, retention annually or, or revenue? No, that's a re- revenue retention. It's around 90 and we are uh, net retention of uh, almost 120. That's great. Okay, so so you're expanding your current base uh, to not only cover what you lost, but also an additional 20% more on top of that. Yes, because what you see here is that you're always going to have some customers that are leaving, but most of the customers are staying and we managed to add new customers into the business and that's driving the, uh, the growth. Yeah. Going back to what you told me earlier, your CAC to LTV, you said was one. What you, what you meant was you, you, you recover the money you spend to acquire a customer in the first year. The average contract value at about a grand per month is about 12 grand per year. So it's fair to say you're paying about 12 grand to acquire these customers? In that segment, yeah, the total cost goes there. It's, it's really dependent on what are you loading on that CAC, how far do you want to go into sales and marketing of those verticals. But the way we are looking at it, it's, it's about that. Okay. And what do you assume lifetime value is on some of these uh, customers? Um, I would say it's, uh, well, some of them are quite significant. So if I'm trying to look on the different segment in the enterprise market, you see them in the tens of thousands of dollars uh, lifetime value on average. In the SMB, you see them in the 
um, in the low tens of thousands of dollars. Okay. Um, generally speaking, though, when you get that spend that twelve grand to acquire a customer that you get paid back in the first year, do you assume that then your upside is going to be in it? You know, year two and year three revenue, or do they go to year four, year five? It's usually year two, year three, and there's a lot of upsell coming because you start to hook into the platform and you start to consume more services. And uh, that's that's where it goes up. Got it. So it's fair to say you have at least, you know, a three-year lifetime value at 12 grand to pop each year. That's 36 grand. It sounds like there are at least 36 months of lifetime value. And then you can do other things like drive expansion on top of that. Yeah, that's that's the healthy segment we're working. Got it. And what are you guys at now today in terms of total uh, employees? 350. And where are you based? Headquarter in Prague, center of Europe, but we have offices in New York, in uh, Paris, in London, uh, in Mexico City, and in Singapore. Very cool. Well, last question I have, because I always love this. So you you'd mentioned you listened to the show. So you were you knew what to expect. And everyone always goes, Nathan, I just don't understand why these really smart people get on your show and they just spill their guts. They share all their numbers. So let me ask you, you listen and you say you love the show. Why do you do it? Why do you come on? Because I learn so much. I mean, I'm willing to share information because others are sharing. And this podcast is becoming a platform understanding how things are working. And that's what makes it great. Because, you know, just listening on kind of a vague statement and vague information from others, I can find zillions of podcasts like this. But when I really want to understand how things are operating and how you stuck up, that's great source for that. I paid guys. I paid you all so much money to say that you have no idea. I'm cutting him a check right now. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, and all I do appreciate that you all because I agree with you. It's why I go right for the data. It's why I'm creating gitlatka.com. Have you seen that yet? The actual database? Yes. Do you like how I'm presenting the data? It's great. It's really great. I've seen it. um, I think uh, a few months ago, it, it really gives, you know, if you are on track, you're off track, you know, where we start, you can compare it to something that may look similar to the way you operate. And uh, it gives the idea, you know, if you are uh, shining or if there's some work to do. Yep. It's good benchmarking tool. I appreciate that, man. Let's wrap up here with the famous five, Yuval. Number one, what's your favorite business book? I like the business books from uh, Jeffrey Moore. I mean, not everyone starts with Crossing the Chasm, but the ones I like the most is the Escape Velocity because it talks about later stage uh, of businesses, and, and that's the one I like the most. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, always for following Gil Schwed, the founder and CEO of uh, Checkpoint. Uh, I really admire him being the founder and leading the company all the way with all the challenges over so many years and still having majority in the company. That's you know someone I admire and, and keep learning. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, I like Full Story. Uh, Full Story is, uh, and again, I'm not affiliate with them or interest. I'm a paying customer of them, but it's an awesome value where you can actually see how your uh, customers are using your product. Um, so it's not analytics. You don't just get numbers. You actually see the usage, and that helps us a lot to understand or and find those bumps and improve the service. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Having two young kids and a CEO, that doesn't mean much, but I'm trying to get the five hours and I'm happy with that. All right. Five uh, five hours, two kids. And are you married? I am, yes. Married. And how old are you, Yuval? Uh, last week, it was 47. Oh, congratulations. That's exciting. 
Last question. Take us back uh, 27 years, Yuval. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, think much bigger and take more risk. Because when you're in your 20s, it's only you and yourself and all the time in the world. Because once you get a family and you get more responsibilities and priorities are changing. So when you're in your 20s, it's the time to go as crazy as you want. Think, so that's what I would advise myself. Think bigger from Yuval. Yuval, one of my favorite sayings, a guy named Daniel Geffen from LA said this. He said, Nathan, most people are a product of their imagination. The problem is most people can't imagine. So as you said, think bigger, go for it. Guys, you heard from Yuval today, joined Social Bakers about a year ago. The company was launched in 2008. They've since raised $54 million in December 2016, doing about $28 million in revenue. That's since grown to about $35 million. In ARR, they've passed 2,700 customers, paying a little over a grand per month in revenue. Uh, super healthy, 90% retention annually. They're spending the first year contract value on CAC, so about 12 grand. Again, healthy payback period there of, of 12, uh, 12 months with their team of 350 people between Prague, New York, Paris, and Mexico City. Yuval, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much.